Hello guys. So welcome back to Commercial War. Um So as some of you guys know I'm a close friend. Um I'm having like the worst day ever. Like I guess it's kinda like one of those days where you you have a situation that comes up and it's like really like affecting you and like you think about it and you're just like damn like I have so much trauma that comes along with why I'm hurting because of this. Because even if it's, like, something so mediocre, you're just, like, it exaggerates to such a big level just because there's so much, like, unlearned and unhealed trauma that you've been through or you have. <clears throat> and I feel like today was one of those days where a situation came up and I guess it really did affect me. And I, I get those, like, waves of, like, depression and, like, sadness and I get angry and I get frustrated. And, like... It's it's a lot of work, you know, and especially when you know why you're feeling that way, and you can't really do anything about it. I think that's why I get more even more angry because I'm like, damn, like I know I have so much trauma, and it's just like I can't do anything about it, and all I can do is like heal from it and like try not to let it interfere with my emotions for that day. But it's so hard, you know. And today, um. I just want to talk about um, how, like, being the middle child sucks. And it's so funny, too, because in both of my families, I'm the middle child in both. So it's like, so it's like, it's, it's like double hair, you know? Because in one family, I'm the middle child, and, like, it really just really does suck. And, and I guess in, like, my dad's side of the family, since I'm the middle child, also, I guess it isn't as, like, um... I guess they call it like the middle child syndrome or whatever, but um, I usually see it in my mom's side. I don't really see it in my dad's side, uh, just because my dad is like a little bit more frugal and like I'm like kind of his only kid and stuff like that. So um, I guess it just kind of depends on what the situation is. But when it comes to my mom's side, I feel like I, I've always grew up kind of like that. Um, I wouldn't call myself an accident, but I wasn't necessarily planned either. So it was kind of like a happy accident, but also like I was always the outcast. I was always the different one. I was always the kid that didn't look like my siblings, and I didn't. I was my cat, Nelly, and I never looked like my siblings. So I've always been a darker complexion. I've always looked darker. I've always looked different. Um, sometimes people don't even know that we're siblings. They just think I'm like their cousin or whatever. Um, and I feel like I've always had a kind of compete. For my mom's affection and for my mom's love and like even then like my mom had so much daddy and mommy issues herself that she hasn't healed either so it was so hard for her to show emotions growing up so she was always like in abusive relationships she's always grew up um you know we always grew up kind of on the poor uh but we well tell we did grow up poor not on the poor side we did grow up poor we grew up in the poor side of dc and we were on welfare at the time and um we lived in a really shitty condition and with like all three of us in like one room and you know um my mom working two jobs a day and trying to provide for all of us and um my dad was in the picture and my sibling's dad uh, was in the picture but obviously he was abusive and he got deported back to mexico so it was just my mom and my siblings and um that was really hard because i never like for a good part of my childhood my mom was never really in the picture 
uh, she was always either working, um, going out with her friends, and um, I've always stayed home to be taken care of by my siblings. And even then, my oldest was um, into, like, gang activity, and he was never really home. And, uh, yeah, so that was, like, an experience all in itself, because he was supposed to be the oldest. He was supposed to take care of us, but um, I guess he really did it. And uh, my second oldest, which is the one above me, um, I guess he kind of took up, took on the role of taking care of me, and he got most of, like, the trauma, I guess you can say, um, of, like, being the oldest sibling and having to take care of his younger sibling, and I, um, I don't know if that kind of grew, like, hatred towards me, and, like, it kind of trickled down to the years growing up and how, um, mentally abusive and mentally, like, draining he was to me, um, because growing up, he, he always used to, like, kind of bully me and, uh, call me names, you know, fat shame me, and, um, to the point where I was, like, almost on the verge of having an AD disorder, um, but thankfully I didn't, um, because we had therapy and for other reasons, but, um, so yeah, that was kind of, like, my childhood, just growing up in that situation until, like, we're about, uh, 11 or 12, and then that's where, like, a couple years before that, my mom met my current stepdad. Um, he wasn't the greatest, obviously. He has, he also has his baggage and all of his daddy and mommy issues with them too, so he's always, like, um, in, not mentally, but I guess, like, with, he was, like, really abusive with his words, and he tried to, like, persuade my mom that we were kind of, like, bad kids, and just because he couldn't really put our, he couldn't put his hands on us, because that's one of the things my mom, like, didn't allow him to do is touch us. So the next best thing that he could have done was verbally abuse us. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of one of the, like, main power that he could do and, like, just give us faces and verbally abuse us and, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, like, when I think about, like, him verbally abusing us, it's so funny because I have this, like, um, memory of where I was making cereal. And, like, back then, we couldn't afford, like, frosted flakes. So we would get, like, the the flakes that didn't have sugar onto it. So we would put sugar on it, right? Um, so I remember, like, getting the bucket that we had the sugar in, and I remember getting, like, a spoon and, like, pu- putting, like, a teaspoon in there, right? And then I remember like the 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 spoon having like a uh, sugar residue on it just because I put it in the milk and I put it back in the thing and I put like another um tablespoon and I remember having a residue and instead of putting it back in a cereal just for it to dissolve I put it in my mouth right and then I guess I guess like um for him he thought it was nasty because I put it back in the sugar thing to get another scoop but I already, I already had put it in my mouth before I put it back in the, uh, the container. And I guess he, he like, verbally abused me. He was just like, oh, like, this fucking gross. Like, um, and, like, he made, like, this whole big deal out of it. Like, it was, like, the end of the world. Like, we should throw out the sugar thing because he contaminated with his mouth. And, like, you know, it just, like, I felt so nasty and so gross, like, after he said all of that. And um, I've always had nicknames growing up, like, being um, dark you know, them nickname nicknaming me uh chocolate or Indian or 
you know, like I've always got bullied or not bullied, but I guess like just pointed out that I was like darker than the rest of them. But I kind of I guess it kind of did trigger down to like me feeling bullied about it. Um, so like hearing him say all of that and like saying how disgusting and gross I was and like I don't know, I guess it always kind of stuck with me. And he was like one of the main ones to point out that I was darker than the rest of them. Um, so I, like I, I think about that all the things. Like all the time when I think about that, but but yeah, and then yeah, and then we moved out to Maryland from DC around like twelve when I was twelve, um, and then we moved into a house thankfully, and um, yeah, I, I guess like the verbal abuse got better, and um, he started to like realize that it was affecting all of us, and like he started like thinking on his trauma and a little bit, and like. You know, realizing that that wasn't the best course of like parenting, so he kind of stopped doing that. And I guess my mom always like fought for us, but like sometimes she wouldn't, and sometimes she was back him up. It was kind of confusing, you know. It was like kind of like some days she would defend us, some days she wasn't. And then um, I guess my brother was going through stuff, so like him also like berating me with like insults every day. You <laughs> think? I guess I'm, like, berating me with insults every day, like, when he comes home from school, or he would just come in my room to, like, um, steal my stuff, or, you know, being, like, kind of that annoying sibling, but it was in a way of, like, he was trying to persuade my mom that I was, like, crazy when I would complain, because I'm like, hey, like, I don't mind you using my stuff, but I would like that you asked me to, you know? Because, like, during growing up, I've always liked communicating, I've always liked being emotional, and learning about my emotions and like ever since I was a little kid like I've always been like not emotion like not like emotional um emotionally smart I guess I've always like been self-aware you know and I've always um knew that my consequences have actions and um so does everyone else and um and my mom has always told me that if I didn't like something I'll you know speak up about it and it kind of stuck to me, so I've always spoke up about it, and, um, but then when I would speak about it, I would get shut down, and I would, like, get, um, it would kind of, like, turn on me, and they would gaslight me, and say that I'm the issue, and say I'm, like, tripping, I'm, like, making such a big deal out of it, and, um, yeah, and I guess that kind of, like, really did affect me growing up, um, just because if my brother ever did anything, he never, like, kind of had the consequences for it, and I guess that always kind of annoyed me and always made me really angry. And um, that's why I was always closer to my oldest brother because he didn't really do anything like that to me. He was always kind of like chill and he was working and he had kids and um, he was really calm, you know. And he was like my favorite brother growing up, you know. So he was great. He was fine. Um, but yeah, and I guess I've always had like the responsibilities of being the middle, the oldest child. But like I've always um was never babied for it so like my youngest brother was always babied for everything he's ever done because you know he's the youngest and he's the one with all the opportunities and so yeah, he always ever got everything growing up so i've never been like the jealous side to be jealous of him getting anything he ever, he ever wanted um if anything i was like kind of pretty glad you know because he never had to like um deal with deal with the things I've been through and deal with the things I've done and deal with my brother being um, verbally abusive and even his dad and um, 
you know, not like kind of being neglected as a little kid, you know, he never had to like be been through all that and like, um, and yeah, and I guess I've always been glad, you know, and, um, like even me being like, um, I guess groomed and raped as a kid, um, I've always kind of had an outlook on life differently than others. Um, I've always been positive. I've always tried to be positive. I never wanted the negative things um, to affect me and stuff. And I've always put this persona that I was okay and that nothing bad happened to me. And um, I will always try to um, try to prove that I was worth it and that I was a good kid and um, I wasn't a mistake. And um, they would be happy for me and glad for me and. And, like, I've always just got disappointment because um, they would, my family would forget about me or sometimes forget my birthdays or um, they would buy food and not buy me anything or forget that I'm there or, like, forget to invite me to stuff. And um, and then when they leave, I would, like, clean the house or I would clean the room or, like, you know, just, like, because I was just a kid, you know, like, in my mind, I'm like, you know what, like, I'll, I'll try to impress them, I'll clean up after them, or I'll reorganize the kitchen and make my mom proud, and, like, you know, and I've always, like, done act of service to try to prove that I'm, like, worth it, and I, that's so, like, traumatic, like, just realizing that I didn't really care about it, or didn't really, like, give me the reaction I wanted, or even then didn't continue to appreciate or acknowledge me after that point, so I always feel disappointed, or felt like I didn't do enough and um and like as you guys know like I've been zero dating for like the past like seven eight years and um I never really um got the chance to be by myself and like be vulnerable and learn about myself and learn the things I like and do things for myself and be selfish for me and um that's one of the main reasons why I moved out um and that's, like, another big thing, too, because that's one of the main issues that I have right now, that I moved out with my ex, and to escape from all of this, and to have, like, a fresh start, and, like, build a new life, and I was doing that, you know? I was, like, happy for a minute. I was, like, happy that I was able to do stuff for myself, and be in a relationship where I feel loved, and um, have animals, and be around animals, and get new jobs, and new experience, and meet new people, and do the things I've always wanted to do and, like, not have to worry about a parent or a sibling, you know? And just for that relationship to, like, cause all these issues and, like, for it to not be a good relationship, for it to, like, crash and, like, go basically just shit, you know? And us breaking up was had, like, a, such a huge impact on me just because I had to move back in with my parents and it was like I came back living with my parents with like even lesser things than like when I moved out, you know. And thankfully, like thank, thank the Lord and like thank whoever higher power there is. Like I was able to get back on my feet and I was able to get things done. And I have way more things now that I can confidently say that I'm better off now than how I was a year ago. And that's one of the main issues that I have now is, like, feeling 
um, this hatred towards my ex and like not forgiving him and feeling like everything that happened was because of him and it's all his fault. And I don't want to like fully put the blame on all of him because at the end of the day, like I can't blame him for like the actions of my parents. I can't blame him for the actions of like everyone else around me because he didn't influence that. Um, so I'm still trying to like learn how to forgive him, how to forget and um, get past it and deal with my own stuff and not try to like shift all the blame onto him so it's easier to deal with. Cause that's just not healthy and that's not healthy for my mentality and just not right for me to blame somebody that doesn't have as much fault as he did in the situation um so yeah i'm still dealing with that but um yeah i don't know it just it really does suck being a middle child and like if you do have a middle child sibling you probably always notice that they've always been the other one out there's always been like the different kid and Either they grew up really, really well, or they grew up really, really, like, uh, rebellious. And thankfully, I got, like, the good side of it. Because, you know, with everything that happened to me, I could have totally been, like, a different kid. I could have totally been one of those reckless kids that just didn't care about my education, that just didn't care about family values, that didn't care what happened or what happened to me. Or, you know, like, and that's what I'm, that's, like, that's one of the main things I've always, like, wanted to prove, you know, I, I could have been that angry kid, I could have been that, that mess up kid that like everyone was like disappointed about, that was always in jail, that was always in trouble, that was always doing drugs, and I do none of that, you know, like I've always been good, I've always been good in school, I never um, hanged around the wrong crowd, I never done anything that's illegal, I never done anything that can hurt my image or hurt my future, and they don't see that. You know, but it's like one of those things where I have to learn that they would never see that unless because it's just impossible. Like, if you really think about it, like, if you keep on trying to impress the people that you've been pressing for your whole life, you're never going to impress them. You're never going to show them who you are. You're never going to show them that they're, um, that they're, they're worth giving you the love that you want. You know, like, it's, it's never going to be that way. And there's no point of ever trying to prove yourself to somebody because it's just if you don't believe in yourself then what's the point of you trying to have someone else believe in you you know it's just like i'd rather do all that stuff for myself to do all that for them and and that's so funny too because i was like <laughs> i was talking to like um a guy about it the other day and like um and I guess I've always kind of been self-aware of, like, the fact that I've, I've done everything up to this point for myself. I guess I've always, like, wanted them to be proud of it or be acknowledge it and, like, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm really am proud of myself for going through a lot of stuff and um, being the okay person that I am. Like, obviously, I'm not the best. I'm not perfect. But it's, like, I'm still willing to put in effort and put in, like, the emotional thought and, like, be so self-aware and be so, um, in life and so present, you know, that I'm able to, to go through life with such a, like, a perspective and, like, always be positive and never do any bad intent to anybody because they've done bad to me and, like, you know, everyone's here for a reason, everyone's here to teach you a lesson, everyone's here to, 
either be in your life or not be in and out. Like, you shouldn't force people to be in your life. You shouldn't force people to like you, to love you, you know? Like, there's no point into that as long as you love yourself, as long as you love the thing that you're doing, as long as, long as you're doing what you're doing with good intent and you're not purposely or intentionally harming other people or trying to put people down. And that's all that matters, you know? And I've always been proud to, like be able to think of life that way and not be negative and not be that person that let their traumas be who they are and be the negative person that they are just because of the shit that they've been through and like you know and that's just not me you know but i just want to come on here and just talk about why being a middle class sucks and i guess it kind of like trickled down to like that mentality and like the things i've been through and like family history and like you know stuff like that um, but yeah, I've been wanting to create, like, an episode like this for so long. I guess I never had, like, the energy to do it, because I would think about it, and I would think of all the scenarios and all, like, the things to talk about. And then after I would think about all of it, I would get super tired and super, like, I don't know how to explain it. I get super, like, exhausted mentally, you know? And I just don't have the energy to even say it again or even, like, to talk about it again. So even now, I feel like I'm kind of, like, all over the place. But hopefully, like all of it, made kind kind of made sense, and um, you kind of got like a like a scoop of like what I've been through and what I've learned, uh, because of what I've been through. Um, but yeah, I don't know what my next um episode is gonna be. Um, I mean, I have some plans, but obviously, like it kind of just depends if if it's gonna be executed or not. But um, but thank you for thank you for listening. Um. I guess wait until the next episode.